In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. One of the three ways that Adam and Eve sinned had to do with the lust of the eyes, the desire of the tree of good and of knowledge of good and evil and wanting to know a lot of things. And this is something that became sort of ripple effect of sin. When we see something, we want it. When we see something that we desire, when we see something that looks nice, when we see something that someone has that we don't, uh, because of our sinful nature, we have this inclination to say, I, I need this in my life. This is something I need. Sometimes we may say this is something I want, but it sort of becomes begins to become habitual, where we see ourselves wanting something that someone else has and we don't. It probably starts with something silly, something small, then gradually takes time to become something much bigger. Then what does a person become after that? We just become people who want different things that we don't have and different things that have nothing to do with us. But because we have this inclination because of our sinful nature, that's you know what begins to happen with the human mind and you see this throughout all of history you still you know see this today where you know we may catch ourselves you know thinking about this other person's possessions or their lifestyle or their happiness whatever it may be where it sort of consumes us it sort of takes over our lives and we then no longer really understand who we are you know because that's what happens right you try to take on someone else's identity, it's only natural until you lose your own and you put on someone else's. And this was a big struggle between God bringing his people back to him, the people of God and God himself. And God continued throughout all of salvation history to bring his people to him. And the reason why I'm talking about this is because his gospel today has everything to do with jealousy and has everything to do with the way God stretches us in our lives in order to not be these people who are so wanting of other people's possessions. For example, St. John, he begins his gospel by showing us that John the Baptist is baptizing in a place that's foreign, Anon, near Salem. That's a place in foreign territory. That's a place sort of out of your way, sort of, I think it's north of Galilee. And that's where he was baptizing. And it says, people went to him to be baptized. And I sort of want to stop there because that gives us a premise of what this entire gospel is about. People went out of their way to go witness John the Baptist and be witnesses of him and be baptized by him. They had to go out of their way to have this experience with him to have this purification. It didn't sort of end up at their front door. And it was only until they were in a sort of uncomfortable situation, they were in a situation that wasn't ideal, which allowed them to experience something spiritual. Being obsessed with everyone else's possessions, being obsessed with a lifestyle that we wish we had and we don't, that is sort of us being on the other side of this gospel today thinking that fulfillment is going to end up right at our front doors. No, that, I'm sorry, that's not how it works. This is something that we work towards. This is something that we stretch ourselves, sometimes needing to feel uncomfortable, helps us 
to experience God in a much different way. And now that we approach Lent, this is a great time if we do struggle with the sort of sin of jealousy and envy and uh, things that consume us in this way. It's a good opportunity to be like these people who went out of, out of their way to Anon near Salem in order to experience purification in God in a different way. Because the result, if you know, we don't do that and it sort of becomes a repetitive thing of only considering what other people have in their possessions, we become like these people who has John the Baptist. So then you see the second half of this gospel today. You see them try to pin John the Baptist and Jesus up against each other. They told him, you know, point blank. They weren't shy about it. They said, look, the guy, you know, who you're talking about, you know, Jesus, he's over there baptizing as well. Aren't you going to do something about it? You see how that person is sort of, sort of in a lot of darkness, thinking that there's some sort of envy, there's some sort of jealousy that needs to take place. But John the Baptist helps him understand, and I, those were the last words I said in this gospel today. He must increase, but I must decrease. When we decrease ourselves and increase Christ in our lives, when we allow him, when we allow him to be increased in our lives, you would be surprised how much more fulfilling life is and how he helps us through his grace open our eyes to be thankful, number one, for the things that he's given us. And number two, to understand that maybe someone else's way of living, maybe someone else's possessions, is it something that we need right now in our lives? God orders our lives towards sanctification. Maybe it's that thing that we, de that we desire so bad and we want so bad from someone else. Would it be that very thing, that stumbling block, that would cause us to not access the kingdom of God? Amen.